Welcome to the Fight Wing Podcast, episode number 82. Hello, welcome to the 82nd podcast episode. Um, so, today, this evening, or whatever time you're listening to this, going to be uh, discussing the upcoming election and uh, some of people's political fantasies versus, uh, you know, the pragmatic realities of what actually goes on in politics. Uh, for example, obviously we have a lot of, like, liberty people. Some, uh, maybe you want to call them libertarians, uh, types that, uh, support, uh, or have been following, um, RFK Jr. And, uh, and it's, let me make a point that it's almost always uh, non-religious or possibly anti-religious people that take this attitude that I'm about to discuss. And uh, we'll discuss the reasons for that maybe a little bit afterwards. Uh, but some people, they figure uh, because they've gotten into someone's policies, ideas, um, they expect like this almost like godlike perfection from political candidates and it's just not realistic and it's also not politically expedient to uh wait around for that guy you know to be you know your political messiah who you're going to worship um in order to support them. Nobody is going to be exactly you and exactly what you want and down to the letter of your ideology and still have any possibility of getting elected. So there's what you want, you know, or like Rush Limbaugh's book, The Way Things Ought to Be. Uh, and then there's, you know, the way things are. And, and as you've heard me say before, I mean, it, it is what it is. For example, and I'm not trying to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, rip on these particular guys, but they bring up some points that I think a lot of people are considering. And I just wanted to kind of uh, give a little bit of a rebuttal in a sense to the, the points that they brought up because not that they're wrong in wanting these things, but they're wrong in expecting them. So like, for example, uh, these guys on this YouTube channel, um, they're on this thing called Alternative Angle. Uh, independent or indie news network or something like that. And uh, they put out this YouTube video of them having a little discussion between these two guys. And 
it's titled the, the Red Flags of RFK. It's got little red flags in uh, pictured in the description. Um, the thing is, I feel that that's a misleading title because these are not red flags. These are, well, number one, things that you probably should have known already. And if you're just finding these things out about Kennedy, you're maybe not paying that close attention anyway. Um, or maybe you're just focusing on what you liked until now. Uh, but then also you have to understand, like I said, nobody's your political messiah. They're not going to be you and then have any chance of getting elected, you know. So, okay, so their first issue was that he said he doesn't believe everybody in the CIA is a bad person and uh, that his daughter-in-law, Amaryllis, uh, is a former CIA and she's helping with the uh, campaign. So I don't know who put this in somebody's mind that it would be a smart thing to come out running for president right away, gunning for the CIA, uh, saying, uh, yeah, everyone at the CIA is a bad person. Did you really expect him to come out and say that everyone at the CIA is a bad person? First of all, Obviously, they've made a, bad, a, a poor moral choice in choosing to work for the CIA, but that doesn't necessarily implicate each individual there as being a bad person. Um, and the daughter-in-law that they're talking about is kind of at odds with the CIA, being that she was like, a, you know, wrote exposés about them after her uh, work with them. Um, so basically, they're saying that, like, they're suggesting that, the, you know, in, that anybody in the CIA are good people or patriots uh, is, like, a red flag. And you're just going to have to accept that. If you're going to say, we're going to vote for somebody to become president of the United States, you have to accept that it's going to be somebody that's somewhat within the normie political realm. They're going to be within the Overton window a little bit to have any type of backing. They're not going to be like total anarcho-libertarians that are ready to dismantle the entire government. All right. And let's also not forget, the dude is a Kennedy. He has already publicly implicated the CIA in his father's death. So I think he's maybe trying to smooth it over a little bit so he doesn't get shot right away. Like, maybe he'll have a few weeks of campaigning before, you know, getting assassinated. Maybe he doesn't want to die. Maybe he's not suicidal. Uh, you know, there's that. Uh, and then he, the guys go into saying, oh, well, he tries to soften and, and he tries to do to, to both sides. The Ukraine war suggests um, that we shouldn't just say that everybody that supports Ukraine are Nazis and, um, you know, because, and that we're in Ukraine because of compassion, but we need to move out because it's not really a humanitarian mission. So, um, obviously, he's running as a Democrat. Most of the people in America do not know the deep um, geopolitical and historical uh, aspects of the war. And generally speaking, most people, when they say, I stand with the Ukraine... They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, okay? They really don't. And exposing the reasons why you should not 
support the Ukraine is what needs to be done. Not, oh, well, let's fucking attack everybody who said that that they were for it or something, you know, unless they're really deep, obviously, promoting, like, fucking CIA narratives and fucking Nazi bullshit from there. But the average person, you know, you can't, like, go out and, right now, in the middle of a war, and say, yeah, uh, by the way, you know, fuck the whole Ukraine and expect you that he's going to get any Democrats to vote for him. There's going to be a little bit of playing to the base and politicking that has to be done here. And that is going to be the same thing like with Trump, you know, or any politician that you've literally ever seen in history. You know, I'm not going to go it during a political campaign and choose the most hurtful wording. I'm going to try and choose the most unifying wording, uh, especially if I was like him running on something, talking about healing the divide and trying to stop separating people. These guys are still at that. Well, you know, everybody who is, isn't red pilled yet is like, you know, uh, the, the, the complete enemy. It's like the, the fucking system is the enemy that made these people think this bullshit in the first place. Let's, let's, let's keep our fucking priorities here. Um, and then they bring up, uh, Connor and I don't know how they didn't know this. Um, but they're like shocked that, um, Connor had gone, uh, to the Ukraine without Robert's knowledge. Connor is his son. So he went to Ukraine without his knowledge and told him about it when he came back. And he did. Yeah. He, he fought with the, uh, Ukrainians. Uh, so for one, that would give them some, a little bit of information for what it looks like from their side, from the ground. Um, which I think would be more than what fucking Joe Biden knows about it, uh, or Trump. And furthermore, since when do we say, oh, well, somebody's son disagrees with them politically. And that's, you know, now we're going to hold that against their campaign. Do you guys, do you want the other options? That's what you want? You'd rather have, like, Trump taking your bump stocks and allowing lockdowns? Or uh, Biden trying to make you get a vaccine and fucking sending uh, everything to to the war? I mean, look at what you're talking about here. People do this a lot. Every time there's election year, people want to nitpick and expect... Somebody's going to be perfect like they want. No, what you're doing is picking the best man for the job. If you think that you're the best man with your ideas and everybody else's ideas are so shit, run. See how much fucking support you get. You waste your money. You waste your time. It's better to throw your fucking lot behind somebody who has a chance of winning, perhaps, that has at least the same basic moral base as you, okay? Um, now they're trying to say, uh, that he's playing dumb on foreign policy by trying to distinguish between regular wars and humanitarian war. Um, and their position was that all wars are bad, full stop. We are not world police. There's no such thing as a humanitarian mission, which, okay, that's debatable, isn't it? From a libertarian perspective, yes, you're right. But from uh, 90% of humanity's <laughs> viewpoint, 
there are some things that people need to, 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 to go to war to fight about. There have been, you know, people would consider uh, something like, like if there's like a Holocaust or something going on, that to be like a humanitarian reason to go in and fight someplace, things like that. Now, given the United States government almost always lies about why we're actually in these wars, <clears throat> but let's go with the presented reason and let's say, let's argue about that. Um, people are going to disagree with you when you say all wars are bad, full stop. In my opinion, I'm against war, um, but I'd rather vote for somebody who wants to bring back our troops home and only possibly use them outside of here for a humanitarian mission rather than these other all-out warmongers who just want to just throw our entire budget at literally being not just the world police but the you know the world corporation um so libertarian fantasies aside uh, in my opinion, even though with all of these things, which I knew already, I don't know how these are red flags, but, uh, the, you know, in my opinion, Kennedy's still the man for the job. Uh, the only dirt that the uh, opposition can really bring up on him in his personal life is they did drugs before, which is going to be, frankly, a galvanizing thing for a lot of people who have done drugs or have people in their family who have done drugs are going to vote for him just on that. You know, he knows the struggle, man, what it's like. It's hard out here. You know, they're going to be, they're going to fucking vote for his ass. So, um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, if you want to vote or not vote based on like very, very, very specific issues and expecting everyone to have your same attitude, then you're not really going to find candidates to vote for. I'm sorry. You know, the, I mean, you could just go ahead and check out and don't participate in it. I mean, we know the system is corrupt, but, you know, you have to try and fix it somehow. You know, it's like <clears throat> when people talk about a corrupted system, we got to talk about, like, when you're going to support it, what level of support are you talking about? And, and what level... Uh, like, because there's different levels of support that you can give to the existing system, <clears throat> and that's your own personal choice. So if you want to say that, you know, I'm totally checking out and not voting, I can't make you vote, nobody's forcing you to vote, but I can point out how you're being silly and and you're you're working against your own interests um yes you you don't want to support somebody who is diametrically opposed to your viewpoints but if pretty much everything lines up and all the other options are total fucking garbage i really feel like the nitpicking uh is is childish in, in my viewpoint um and and that's really all I have to say about that. I know I know a lot of libertarian and this is why I don't call myself a libertarian, right? Because they have a lot of like steadfast ideologue positions 
uh, they go, well, the libertarian position on that is this. And they stay with it almost just the same as a party line, like a communist would stay with what the, the communist position is, or the, you know, uh, the, the this and that, the fascist would have the fascist position, you know. And they're just too much into, like, not even having their own faculties to, to or their own agency to decide really what's the moral and ethical compli complications of each situation independently, you know? And so, like, again, don't want to vote for RFK? Then please don't vote. Really. Because you're voting for... Biden is a complete fool... And the only thing he's good at is being evil, all right? And you got Trump, who is half a fool, and the only thing he's good at is making money. And he certainly, definitely, 100% helped our economy last time, but then he let it go to fucking shit by letting this lockdown shit happen. Trump betrayed his base, he betrayed what he ran on in his final hours as president, he betrayed the January 6th people. Uh, you know, so he, he's got a lot of mea culpas to do. And he exposed that he didn't really have the, uh, the wherewithal to stick with what was originally the idea that he ran on. He was like, well, I kind of have to, you know, these, uh, these guys might be right. And, like Kennedy said, you know, you have to have a president that's ready to stand up to his bureaucracy. Uh, we don't have that in Biden or Trump. And I think that Kennedy will be the man to do that. Uh, a lot of people are complaining, like some people are passing around the video from when he was with the water keepers um, talking about uh, the environment. And something about, like, he was talking about corporate polluters and uh, saying that if they don't want to recognize, you know, that they're causing the climate change and all this stuff, they should go to jail or something like that. And first of all, they were talk talking to him, like, not in a regular interview, but, like, he's literally outside sweating at a protest and he's angry. But uh, he's not talking about individuals should be jailed for speaking against climate change. I think we're pretty clear that Candy is all about free speech and the fact that he's been censored would be... Uh, pretty hypocritical to go and uh, support censorship. Uh, also, that video is from over 10 years ago. Um, since then, he has noted that, uh, you know, that these corporations and... Uh, <clears throat> bad actors have hijacked environmentalism, uh, which is my viewpoint as well. I'm an environmentalist. Do you fucking listen to Fight Wing and you think that we're not environmentalists? You think I don't give a fuck about animals and the, the fucking planet? This is, you know, we're religious, all right? A religious person is by default an environmental conservationist. This is the planet in the creation that God gave us. 
This is not just, uh, oh, well, you know, we're just chilling and let's just look at uh, stuff and if it disappears, oh, well, there it went. You know, <laughs> like, no. Actually, on this topic, Robert Kennedy had a real quote. He said, God talks to human beings through many vectors. Wise people, organized religion, the great books of religions, through art, music, and poetry. But nowhere with such detail and such grace and joy as through creation. When we destroy nature, we diminish our capacity to sense the divine. Let's listen to that again. When we destroy nature, we diminish our capacity to sense the divine. Okay, so if you don't understand that, um, you you probably don't believe in God, I guess, and I can't convince you to necessarily. Uh, but it's what I agree with that, and um, yeah, um, as we've discussed many times. Uh, you know, about like Ted Kaczynski, uh, he had the completely wrong uh, choices on his actions on what to do about what was going on. But he was completely right about what was going on with the environment and how the, the technological uh, push forward was destroying nature, um, you know. And, uh, that's another thing. I mean, uh, every fucking skull mask out there better be voting for RFK. I mean, you know, you want people to pick up these fucking cans in the fucking forest. You want to go out there and there's still trees where you can get away from the city and stuff. And you want to be able to fucking take care of, you know, the water and get in it and, and use it to bathe and drink. That's that's what I'm I'm voting for this guy on. You know, it's I mean everything that this dude uh, talks about in his policies and in his speech and everything is everything I talk about uh, in the show and in my music. So the political the political reality is that I, I would probably in a conversation with this man or with anyone probably have lots of disagreements. Probably got some stupid views on, uh, you know, maybe thinks that there's more genders. I don't know. Uh, you know, like there's, you know, there's a bunch of genders and stuff. I, you know, or maybe he believes that uh, you could change your sex or something. Maybe, who knows what he believes. I know we disagree on some stuff. He's a Catholic. I'm a Jew. We're going to have a different theological viewpoint. But the... Uh, end all be all of it is this we're talking about politics we're not i'm not choosing a husband all right i'm choosing a fucking president just like these guys well he thinks this and stuff are you choosing that you know the uh the sperm donor to be the father of your children or are you choosing somebody to you know back us out of these fucking wars uh prosecute the fucking people who did us wrong during covid uh, dismantle the fucking military industrial complex at least a little bit. 
No man is not going to fucking single-handedly do this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, uh, you know, something's better than nothing, folks. You should be fucking thankful that we got this guy running. Uh, is there a better guy out there somewhere? I don't know. What? But, they're not running. So, <laughs> this is who's running, guys. Uh, also, I mean, you know, Afro Man is running. So, if you, <laughs> you want to vote for Afro Man instead of RFK, I guess. Actually, I think Afro Man would be a great VP for, <laughs> for RFK. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> Because that would be so 2023. Although I don't think the dude can legally run under the name Afro Man. Like, unless he's legally changed his name to Afro Man. I'm pretty sure he'd have to run as his real name, right? Um, and anyway, all jokes aside, I'm going to take a break here. And we'll have another segment right after this. So, uh, we're back. Once again, there's a lot of, um, censorship going on in the election year, of course. Way, way, way more than they did already. <laughs> way more than they did than during the Trump, uh, 2016. They shadow banned a lot of people and all that stuff, but they really have perfected it now. And then now they're going to not hold, uh, Democratic primaries uh, Bobby Kennedy is really making these people nervous, and, um, dude, we're, we're gonna be stumping for this dude way harder than we stumped for Trump, because, well, you know, there were some points that I was gonna say, but then I watched this clip, uh, from Joe Rogan, it's Joe Rogan and Dave Smith, and, uh, they're, I'm glad that, uh, they're saying this, especially on a, like a big show like that, um, but if you don't watch, you know, like mainstream shows like that, you may have missed this, so, uh, check out this clip, it's only a couple minutes, but it's, uh, Joe Rogan and Dave Smith, uh, having a little talk about Bobby. Well, the, the fascinating thing is they will not allow, um, for the primaries, they're not going to allow debates. Oh, they don't want to let RFK on a stage with Biden. Yeah. Uh, RFK will rip that old man up. And then imagine if his voice was good. It's really a shame. It is a shame. It's really, he, the job really, the job is really a speaking tour. Yeah. And it's a, it's a real issue that he has, he has issues speaking, but. He did if have you get, surgery recently and it's better than it was before. Is that, is it better? Yeah. But he's a he's an interesting guy on a lot of in a lot of ways, and I know people will say, um, you know, because he was a like a vaccine skeptic way before the COVID vaccine. He's yes. been a skeptic of vaccines in general, and a lot of people say that's like, oh, you know, this is a conspiracy theory or it's too far. But you know that argument after COVID 
is really much weaker than much it used to be weaker. because people are actually like, yeah, I'm listening now. Yes. Now I'm actually kind of listening yeah. to that guy. It seems and, like there's a playbook and, and you guys have been following this playbook forever. Yes. And I got his speech, um, his announcement speech last week, what he spoke for over an hour. And I mean, it was really fantastic. I, I'm, I don't agree with everything the guy says, but the, the major theme of his speech was that there is this unholy uh, alliance of big business and big government, and they're working together to screw over the American people. And like, damned if anyone can argue that that's not true. No, that that's just that. so obviously the case, you know. And he went through this whole thing. He's really, uh, he was really great on the stuff on the war in Ukraine and being skeptical about like, what the hell are we doing here? Um, really, really great on the COVID stuff. And he's a Kennedy. And he's not just like one of these like, you know, like peripheral Kennedys, like I married a third cousin type Kennedy. Like he's he's Bobby Kennedy's kid. Yeah. There's something powerful about that, even still. I and think. it's amazing that we've come so far. We're so far gone that they're not grasping that. Yeah. They're not latching on to that. Like you want a Democratic president like he could be the guy. But the thing is, they don't want that. They want someone who adheres to the narrative 100% completely doesn't get off track is is in cahoots with big business and big tech yeah. and everything else so you see they're still trying to cover up any dissenting opinions which just makes them look like we're right. Like they are tyrants, right? I mean, that's basically what everybody that they're covering up is saying that you guys are being tyrants and they're like, all right, let's prove it that we're tyrants, <laughs> you know, uh, like the video for the, uh, bleach battalion song, no amnesty, uh, was re rejected right away before he just like, before it even had a URL, it, it got fucking, rejected during the upload for medical misinformation even though it's just a bunch of screenshots of you know major news outlets and then footage actually from youtube um, but they didn't like that with the lyrics overlaid on that so you can go to the bleach battalion blog and view that uh if you are subscribed to the Fight Wing blog, I also cross-posted that, so you should uh, receive an email of that as well. If you're not subscribed to the Fight Wing blog, do that. Uh, go to fightwing.com, scroll down, or else you can just go to blog.fightwing.com. Uh, but anyway, you can check out the video. I'm going to play the song at the end of the podcast here. Uh, but I just can't believe, you know, they're still doubling down on this medical misinformation censorship when it's been proven that they were wrong about so many things. So how do we keep up with what's the medical misinformation when supposedly science is evolving, right? When new information comes out. So what was this week is not acceptable uh, you know, and now are they retroactively doing it? Like they're going back and deleting stuff from 2022 of Kennedy talking about vaccines or something. I mean, or I don't even know. Some of them might not even contain him talking about it, but there, there, his image was in this video. There was no footage of him uh, actually talking or no samples of him, but like a screenshot of, of an image of, of him, you know, being a, a, a 
censored. The thing about him being censored was in the uh, video. And, uh, of course, this is not the first <laughs> video we've had blocked or censored. Same thing with the Don't Darken My Door, which was against uh, the mandates about people coming trying to force you to take things or anything like that. Um, and uh, Pure Blood Vibration, uh, that song uh, is on... I remastered it and put it on my album. Uh, but the video for that uh, was considered offensive, whatever. Got removed for medical misinformation as well. Uh, censorship all over the place here. So in keeping with that same uh, topic of censorship, how they're censoring, you know, all the RFK Jr. stuff. Um, and, of course, they, you know, censor all the rest of us on social media and stuff. But we had some new instances of censorship uh, recently I wanted to talk about. Um, TuneCore company, distribution platform, uh, rejected the entire... Bleach Battalion album Aftermath, which is just an all reggae album. There's no cuss words. Um, basically, uh, and and they said do not try to upload any content to another you know account. Like they basically just said like Bleach Battalion, no, we're not taking this band is too controversial. So I had a second account that I was going to use for my other band project but then i said well okay let's not put any of our names you know like maybe this controversial maybe uh they're searching like an antifa blog is coming up or something like that you know and uh, maybe something like that comes up and and maybe that's why they're blocking it they're like oh we don't have like skinhead stuff or something you know i was like all right maybe they're just normies whatever so i used the other account um to try and do um, this, it's a collab, whatever, uh, but try and upload this instrumental techno, minimal techno track uh, in support of Bobby Kennedy, and they blocked it right away. Just the same as if it was Bleach Battalion, and it was not from anything related to Bleach Battalion. I was not using the same email address or names or anything, uh, but it was a totally separate account, totally separate thing. But since it uh, it was called Kennedy24, they rejected it. They had a picture of Bobby for the album art. Uh, so we went over... Um, to DistroKid, and um, they had, you know, they, they released the Bleach Battalion stuff. It was on YouTube and everything uh, with, you know, just the audio only, of course, within 48 hours. So we kept using them. Uh, and after that uh, thing happened with the uh, Kennedy 24 track, uh, I discussed it with the uh, collaborator. And uh, they said, yeah, go ahead and put it on the other thing. So I went on uh, DistroKid and put the Kennedy 24 track on there. By the way, 
go and uh, support Bobby Bros on Twitter. Uh, the collaborator for that track. Uh, it is, it's like I said, it's just like a nine-minute minimal techno track, and there's like a sample of a Bobby Candy speech over it. Um, extremely controversial content, I know. It wasn't even anything like about uh, making medical claims or something. He was just saying about taking our liberty back, liberty back, you know, every time you comply uh, that you'd given away some of your freedom, all that kind of stuff. Um, it was literally making no claims about medicine or anything like that, but that's uh, the level that we're at nowadays. Um, Bryson, uh, James, Bryson Gray, and Tyson James were putting out a track uh, that was like transphobic or something. That got blocked. Tyson James' new stuff uh, also blocked from distribution. Um, Bryson's stuff removed as well. So there's a lot of this going on. So um, what this segment is about, why I'm talking about all this, is because I'm going to start using this podcast as uh, a platform for censored artists uh, that do music specifically. Um, if you have tracks that are being blocked from social media, get in contact. If they're not totally annoying sounding, like, you know, bust my ears out noise, uh, <laughs> then I'm probably will play it. I mean, and I don't care if it's like metal or some, you know, style that's not really my style, that's fine. I'm just saying like if it's really terrible, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why, you know, you're not getting popular, maybe you're not shadow banned, maybe it just sucks. But if they're actually removing your shit, like saying it's offensive or blocking you from playing shows or any of this type of stuff, get in contact. Now, I'm not going to platform any uh Nazi shit, so just, hey, you know, you want to put that, take my idea and make your own podcast and put your Nazi shit on there, but I'm not going to play the Nazi shit on my fucking podcast, just, you know, that's, uh, it's curated, okay, deal with it, uh, but anything else that's not, you know, Nazi or, you know, just like, really really terrible i'll play it i mean so send it to me um you can contact uh actually through spotify you can write uh, a response to the podcast or else uh of course you can go on the uh, fightwing.com website and uh there's a lot of ways you can contact us. Comment on the blog, whatever. Or you can always email fightwingusa at gmail.com. Um, and please contact before sending a file cold, because that could just be like, you know, anything. Fucking spam, viruses, whatever. Give us a uh, contact and then we'll get in touch with the details about you know whatever 
formats you have available and which ones that uh, we want. But obviously, preferably, you want to give the highest quality audio that you have. Uh, but we do want it to be a reasonable size file so that I can, you know, upload it without sitting around for two hours. Okay? So if you do dissident music, get in touch. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll even, you know, mesh well and we want to put something out of yours on Fight Wing Records or something. But in any case, even if you're not going to end up on the label, send some music. We want to hear your band music. We want to put this out there. Even if it's weird as fuck, I don't care. You know, just don't be like Nazis or just like so shitty that I can't listen to it, you know. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pretty liberal with that interpretation too. I mean, you know, like a lot of people would consider like punk music shitty. But I mean, you know, like literally anything that, that is like going to be like, you know, just like extreme harsh noise that's like going to blow up my speaker or, you know, just like where I can't hear the recording, like where's the guy, you know, like anything just like poor quality, you know. Um, but otherwise, send it in, folks. Contact and then uh, we'll get your file and put the fucking music up. Okay. And also, if you are interested uh, in being interviewed um, as a censored artist, get in touch. If you're just being censored um, on some other thing, like blogs or like random political stuff, there's tons of people already talking about this. But I'm trying to specifically focus on the arts community and music and and. Uh, in particular, if you do other type of art, though, uh, and you're being censored, I'm open to interviewing you, but obviously it's an audio podcast, so we can't show your visual art, but you can talk about where people can go to get it or whatever. And uh, that's all we have to say about that section. Thanks. <laughs>